in the evening, we spoke from Haggai chapter 1 about the renewal of the rebuilding. You know, when Ezra brought the people uh, at the command of Cyrus, the, the Persian king, they came back to Jerusalem, commanded to rebuild the temple. They got back, they ran into trouble, into discouragement and disillusion. And uh, though the foundation had been laid, it continued for a number of years. In fact, 16 years, I believe it is, uh, with the work unfinished. And uh, God sent prophets. He sent preachers to them uh, to help them get back on the job, to renew the rebuilding of the temple. And Haggai and Zechariah were those two preachers. You can read their names in the book of Ezra. And uh, the messages that they recorded, uh, that they spoke to the people uh, about the rebuilding of the temple are recorded here. They're at the end of our, uh, towards the end of our Old Testament. And uh, uh, we'll pick up the reading with Haggai chapter 1 verse 12. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shiltiel, and Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, with all the remnants of the people, obeyed the voice of the Lord their God, and the words of Haggai the prophet, as the Lord their God had sent him. And the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the messenger of the Lord, spoke to the people with the Lord's message. I am with you, declares the Lord. And the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shiltiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and worked on the house of the Lord of hosts, their God, on the 24th day of the month, in the sixth month, in the second year of Darius the king. In the seventh month, on the 21st day of the month, the word of the Lord came by the hand of Haggai the prophet, speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and to all the remnant of the people, and say, Who is left among you who saw this house in its former glory? How do you see it now? Is it not as nothing in your eyes? Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Be strong, O Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord. Work, for I am with you, declares the Lord of hosts, according to the covenant that I made with you when you came out of Egypt. My spirit remains in your midst. Isn't that wonderful? Praise the Lord. My spirit remains in your midst. Fear not, for thus says the Lord of hosts, yet once more in a little while I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations so that the treasures of all nations shall come in, and I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord of hosts. And the latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, declares the Lord of hosts. Just quickly, let me give you my outline. The presence of the Lord comes as a result of obedience. It is a motivating power when God's presence is there. It moves on people's hearts to enable them to do the work that God calls them to do. 
God's presence is a guarantee of resources. God says, the silver is mine, the gold is mine. Don't worry about the sliding economy or the recession. Don't worry, as we read in the beginning parts of Haggai chapter 1, that it said there that you're working to earn wages, but you're just putting your money in bags with holes. God says, don't worry about that. The silver is gold, the money is mine, and if you've got me with you, then you've got all that you need. God's presence is a promise of glory. It is a promise of glory. Uh, Haggai spoke to the people and said, "You, some of you remember the glory of the former temple, the glory of the former house of the Lord, and you see this new temple that we're building, and it is as nothing compared to the old uh, temple, uh, but uh, the glory of the temple does not uh, rest in its structure. It's not in the gold or the silver or the decoration, but the glory is in the presence of God Almighty with his people. And finally, it is not only a promise of glory, but it is a promise of peace. It is a promise of peace. God said that in uh, the, that place, the place of his dwelling, he would give peace. And we know that ultimately, after Jesus came, when he came, he promised his Holy Spirit who would come and dwell within our hearts. And that the temple is not a structure made with human hands, but you and I are the temple. And as the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit, we can have peace with God because we have been justified by Jesus. Jesus Christ, and we can also have the peace of God because of the presence of His Holy Spirit in our hearts. Praise His name. Let's stand.